This is Hugh Douglas from 9290 Game, and you listen to MTMV Sports. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. I'm geeked to be joined today by Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Cyril Grayson. Y'all know him, well, I know him as a Kansas City legend, somebody who we've talked to in the past, man, and bought on the show. He's a phenomenal and very humble but remarkably talented individual. You know his story already. We talked about it before. And if you don't know his story, go back and check out the other episode that we did. You know, he's coming from LSU, a sprinter there, got a chance to participate at a, at a pro day and just lit it up. And, and after that, right, the NFL. NFL track started um started rolling for him bro how you doing today man i'm doing good rick thanks for having me again um you know um it's good when somebody invites you back two times that means you had a good experience um, yeah. the last time <laughs> so um i'm glad to be back on your show um it's dope and i'm glad to be here because i had a good time last time it was one of the best um interviews or podcasts that i've been a part of so thank you I'm doing Bro. good. Man, I really appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that. Yo, so, you know, we, we watched it, right? We, we watched you for, actually, last preseason. I was glued to the tube, man. Um, just yeah. making, like, just watching you and watching you make plays. And every time you make something, I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and post that, John, because that was yeah. sick. Yo, you killed the last preseason, man. We'll get into that. Um, but let's, let's talk about this right now. How, how are you doing right now during this pandemic? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's been a rough time for us as a my, for my family, um, as we, we, we dealt with some of COVID-19, you know, um, my father had it, my grandmother had it, um, a couple other, my family members had it. Um, we lost a, a cousin. I'm not positive if, um, it was from the virus or the surgery that she had prior to, um, yeah. the thing that was going on. Um, but it's been rough in that way, but at the same time, um, just always looking at the bright side of things and looking at how, you know, guys continuing to provide during this time and the time I'm getting to spend with my family um, more so than ever. Um, and just excited about a new coming baby boy and just thinking about that. So that's an easy way to um, stay positive during this time. And I'm I'm able to work out right now. It's outside most of the time, but it's 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 what I'm able to do, and it helps me with a little time to fine tune more things. I'm feeling like I'm in the best shape of my life, so um, it's not a it's not a horrible time in a sense, you know. Yeah, yo, big big congrats on on the new baby. Look, that's always a big deal, man. That's always a huge deal. Let me ask you a question. Right, you say you got a chance to work out. We'll get into your workouts in just a second, right? But look, you're from Louisiana, and I know Louisiana was really, really hard hit. Like it was one of the most hardest hit states. Why do you think that is that Louisiana was hit so hard? Yeah, I just think that. I mean, the reason probably with Mardi Gras um, happening, and this, I mean, it's COVID nineteen because it really started in 2019. Yeah. Um. So with a lot of people not really knowing that it was going on, you know, with some people not having symptoms, some people just thinking that it's the regular flu. 
um, going around other people and stuff like that. I think that a lot of people um, got the contagion and then passed it around probably during that time. And then it just continued to go. And, you know, um, Louisiana, such a uh, New Orleans really is, they like to party, like to be outside a yeah. lot. So probably that has a lot to do with it. And then just people like not knowing that much about it and not taking it as serious as um, we should. I think that's what happened. Look, you've, you've actually, because of the person you are, you've always been like this ever since I've known you, right? Um, you're about charity. You're about giving back and stuff like right. that. And so in this case, you've linked up with the Ronald McDonald House to help families with kids during the pandemic. Um, what made you get involved in that and how did all, how that all come together? Yeah, so I was, I was priorly involved with uh, Ronald McDonald House, the one in New Orleans, actually. And I just kind of try to partner with any Ronald McDonald house whenever I get into any new city. So I know when I was in um, Chicago, I was trying to link up with their um, Ronald McDonald house. And then in New Orleans, that's when I linked up with New Orleans and I was able to do a night with them, go there, play games, um, help feed them and all that type of stuff. So that was dope. And then I linked with Tampa Bay's Ronald McDonald house and I wasn't able to go and do a tour their facilities um, because of my short time there initially. So what I was able to do is reach out to them during times and they reached out to me during this time. And I mean, I, obviously I can't get there right now, but um, the best thing that I can do is, um, you know, help give a shout out or lend a hand however I can. And so we set that up and I was able to um, record a video form because I believe in what they're doing, um, helping out families and stuff like that. So any anybody that I believe in, anything, any organization that I believe in, I, I want to help out because especially if I can just say a word, you know, um, you know, what's that, what's that going to hurt me just to say, could y'all please help? You know what I'm saying? So, so that's how that happened. And that, that's amazing. And I'm also, thinking about other ways um, that I can help maybe to feed some people or whatever. I'm linking up with some of my friends right now, um, trying to figure out how we can raise some money to feed some of these nurses that's in New York, mm. you know, and maybe some local ones as well. I love that, man. Um, it's, it's always a big deal when, when people who have a platform use it right? To, to actually do their absolute best to help people. And that's kind of what I'm saying. That's what I saw from your video. Like when you were, you know, kind of saying, hey, give it. If you can, go ahead and give. Um, you, you made some other videos we're going to get into too in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I think <laughs> But um, but no, no, I really, I really did appreciate that. And, and most people who are fans of yours, or who watch you play, right, and who kind of watch, uh, pay attention to your story, I'm sure they appreciate the fact that you've always been a guy who who gets and then wants to give back. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's awesome, bro. Look, last last season, I talked about this a little bit earlier. Remember, I said we was like glued to the two ball preseason, checking you out and kind of watching you do your thing. You played for the Saints last preseason, and you were making plays, man. I mean, yeah. I, I know you, you saw us put him up. Like, when we saw him, we, hey, got to put right. that up. You was killing it. One of the fastest dudes on the field, right? You put your best foot forward. Um, but what do you think ultimately went into the decision for them kind of, you know, releasing you from the New Orleans Saints? Yeah, I, th I just think um, that it was 
special teams um, play or whatever. It wasn't that I wasn't good enough in my special teams play. I feel like I made a couple plays. I was around the ball and doing some things there. But ultimately, when um, Deontay returned those balls um, in the preseason and his history of what he could do, and obviously it paid off for him a lot, um, I think that that played a big part. I thought at least maybe they'll keep me around on practice squad if I didn't get claimed. But, I mean, they didn't, so I don't know what was going on in the front office. It was a little weird to me um, because I, I did feel like I put my best foot forward. I did feel like I belonged there. I felt like I earned, you know, um, some right to be there, especially with some other guys being hurt or going on to IR and stuff like that. Um, I thought that maybe I would get a chance, you know. So um, you never know what's going on in the front office, what they're thinking and stuff like that. But they pay those guys for a reason and, you know, they made their decision or whatever. They had a lot of good players, too. So um, it is what it is. Obviously, I would have liked to be there and a part of that team um, and not be off most of the season. But it is what it is. I'm just taking the journey the way that wherever it takes me. Look, that was that was a situation because it was it was you. And, I, and even when I was watching, I was like, dang, this might come down to him and Deontay Harris. Like, yeah. this may come down to right there. You know what I mean? Even though as a receiver, you were making more plays. Yeah. Like, that was clear. You were making more plays as a receiver to me. Um, but when I, when I thought about kick returning, it, it would probably kind of come down to that. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, but like I said, you, were, you, you killed. You put a great product on the field. And you really did well. So yeah. it, wouldn't, it wasn't too long after that where you're headed to a new squad. I remember actually kind of seeing, I think it was, like halfway through the season, I'm seeing the XFL come up, and I'm like, I wonder if Cyril go to the, the XFL. And then I was like, Well, let me, you know, let me see where he at with that. As soon as I reached out, he was like, Hey, man, I'm with Tampa. I'm like, Yeah, do your thing, bro. How'd the whole Tampa situation um come about? Yeah, so um maybe maybe four four or five weeks into the season, um they flew me out to work out, and at that time they didn't really have anything any moves that they were really gonna make. So I ended up back home and then I'm working out, you know, I'm, I'm watching their um, roster move around and stuff like that. People were going down because they were one of the teams that reached out. So, you know, I'm trying to keep an eye because they told me that I did a good job. So just the season going on and then ended up signing to Dallas's practice squad for literally one week. And as soon as I signed there, you know, Tampa called me up and, then we was able to get things rolling those last couple of weeks of the season. So, I mean, that's how that happened. Um, I guess maybe a lot of injuries played into the part, but um, the cards played in my favor at that time. So, yo, was it a good situation that you were on a uh, on a practice squad? That way, they kind of had to sign you off of a practice squad as opposed to just kind of picking you up as a free agent. Um, for me. Um, yeah, because if, if they wanted to just sign me, I, they wouldn't have been able to just bring me onto their practice squad. I mean, maybe they could have made an offer or whatever, and I could have took it, but they would have had to give me more money. So I guess it kind of played into a good situation for me. Um, but And then it kind of gave me a little bit of a bargaining chip as well. If Dallas wanted to keep me there, you know, they could have elevated me or they could have let me go or give me more money, however it would have worked. But... Be, becoming active was the goal and 
that's what Tampa was doing. So that's why I ended up over there. Yo, I I, I would love um, some insight on what is it like when you're in a a practice squad? Like if you're a practice squad guy, what is, what is that life like? Yeah. So if so, practice squad life and active wear life is exactly the same except on Sundays, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, you know, you're not playing in the games. You prepare just like you're going to play because you never know if somebody might get hurt or something like that, and you have to get elevated and play that weekend. Um, but most of the time, you know, you, you're going to run like those scout team offensive plays. You're going to take those reps mainly. That's what the job is, to be the other team for that week, but as far as the daily schedule go, um, you're doing everything, every meeting, every special teams meeting, every offensive meeting, just like um, the just like the regular team. So um, you can, it's, it's just ten extra players that's helping the team out with a little bit less pay, though. You know, obviously you want to get all of that money, though, and it's a, it's it's really a week by week. Um, contract. I mean, you sign it over mm-hmm. a year, but just like, just like all of the contracts, really are week by week because they can release you and pick you up whenever they want to. Um, so that, that's like kind of life of a practice squad in a nutshell. Mm. So it's, it's still it feels week to week. It feels like you never know, and if and if you're kind of not cutting the mustard, this could be it. Yeah, I mean, every day you feel like that whenever you're on. Um, you know, either the practice squad or if you're not one of the top guys on the roster, you see that as well. People sometimes you see people get elevated to the active roster, then back on the practice squad. And you know, the only tough thing about those people, like the good thing is, like if you someone's seen you play, you know, once you go into the practice squad, you be, you get on waivers, so other teams can claim you off of the practice squad. So. um once you get active, you know, the chances if you're doing the right thing, you won't really go back down to practice squad. Mm. They can lose you, you know. So. Yeah, facts. They can lose you. If they put you on that practice squad, any team can sign you from at any point like that, right? Right. No. So when you were with Tampa last year, was there any clue at all that they would morph into what they've morphed into now? Um, I had no idea. You know, I was still – um, wide-eyed and just learning what was going on there at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Um, at the end of the year meetings, you know, you kind of saw, you know, um, you you didn't know like what the quarterback situation would be with Jameis. Getting into that point where it was like almost a contract year for him or something like that, like the end of his rookie deal. So not really knowing what was going to happen there. And then, you know, you're at home and we don't really hear too much what's going on or you, we kind of hear the rumors like everybody else. And, you know, we're kind of just watching and trying to see what was going on. And then, you know, they make the um, signing Tom Brady and then Gronk and then all these things. And now it's a whole different offense. So uh, I'm excited to see what it's going to be like. I wasn't, super familiar with the last group besides the last couple of weeks of the season. So um, 
I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm new too, and I'm a new piece of the puzzle. And we can all work together and build something that's going to be great. How do you, how excited, like, what's the vibe now for the people who've kind of been there and they've been on Tampa's roster, they were there last year, like, you lose Jameis, right? And then you get Tom Brady. What's the vibe like? Like, even in that receiver room, I know it's different, you know what I mean? Like, I know, I don't know if y'all exchange a text, I don't know what's going on, but, like, what's the vibe like? As a receiver, possibly getting ready to throw, the, like, you know, have your quarterback be Tom Brady, what is that feeling like? Yeah, uh, I think I think everybody's excited about that. Um, just from small phone calls or text messages or watching other people's posts, I think that everybody's excited about um, what he can do for our offense, um, his mind, you know, as well as his ability. So I think that everybody's ready to eat. They think that we can um, <laughs> we can um, make some good things happen. Um, with him, I think that we have a lot of weapons in the receiver room as well as in the tight ends room in the backfield. So I think that with a quarterback like Tom, that is going to be um, we can be real dangerous. Look, you played uh, two games last season with with Tampa, right? Um, right. And and you spent your offseason with um, with New Orleans, so. What's the difference in those wide receiver rooms? Like, is there is there a clear difference between those wide receiver rooms and one in Tampa and one in New Orleans? Um, I think I think there's some good similarities. Um, there's, you know, two older guys, not really super old, and Chris Godwin not super old. Mike Evans isn't super old, but good veterans. Mm. And I think that it was the same way with. Michael Thomas and Tay again, Tay again, you know, was a dinosaur. And, um, but, you know, the knowledge of the game was there um, as well as Mike Thomas and stuff like that. So I think that those two guys being like the leaders of the rooms on both sides were good because they could say things here and there and coach up, coach us up. And then like the coaches in the rooms um, with, um, Coach CJ and Coach Kevin, um, they're, they're both good minds. And then um, Randall L um, is the assistant with um, Tampa Bay. So it's really good. Um, we get to have, like, a lot of good minds in um, those rooms and just it's amazing. I, I'm excited to be around those people. And I think I'm growing already. Um, so we have a lot of young people as well as, like, good football minds, you know what I'm saying? So I think that is good similarities. And I'm glad we get to go against them two times a year as well so I can, you know, see some of my friends. And, you know, hopefully I get to um, do some damage, you know, so I can feel good, like, okay, you guys, let me go. Um, So now, you know, maybe this is what you guys are missing out on. You know, hopefully. I feel like, I feel like, yo, look, one thing is I'm going to really hate is if I see you going deep, Tom hits you on a deep bomb and you score a touchdown, I'm I'm going to feel so mixed, bro. Like, I'm not going to even know how to feel. You know what I mean? I'm going to be like, yes, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I love that's, the fact. Go ahead. That's how it is, you know. Um, for For my family as well, obviously, I think, 
they're maybe a bigger fan than me than they are the Saints, but they're really diehard Saints fans as well. So um, I know it's going to be like a – people already text me, I'm going to root for you, I'm, but I'm not rooting um, for the Bucks and stuff <laughs> like that. It's just, just different things like that. So it's, it's fun. I'm going to treat it like a fantasy football situation, bro. That's kind of how I'm going to treat it. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to treat it like that. Like when, like when you score and be like, good job. Awesome, right? But I'm still cheering for the ultimate win for the. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so look, I mean, you mentioned earlier that you're growing, right, and that you're getting better in those areas. Um, you've recently been working with Defonte Diamond, right, as a as a trainer. Um, and I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Is Delfonte? Delfonte, yeah. Yeah, Delfonte Diamond. Um, so what led to that decision to start working out with him um, as a trainee, and then what type of results are you seeing from that investment? Yeah. Um. So I, I stay in Houston um, in the off season, and the reason why I chose Houston first of all is because um, they have so many different facilities and so many good trainers and stuff like that. And I think that you can see that see that in their high school products, right? Mm-hmm. They have a lot of high school players that end up in those four star, five star rankings, and they put a lot of great guys out every year. Um, guys that's in the league and I think it's because they invest in the training aspect. In New Orleans you know you'll have a couple trainers here and there but it's not as vast as it is in Houston or in Dallas so I like to come and get my training in Texas and um, maybe last year I started working with Del Fonte um, and he just works on you know um, reactionary stuff, stuff that's football, stuff, um, quick twitch and all of that, working on my feet placement um, when I'm running routes, when I'm coming out of breaks and all of that. Um, as well as him, I'm working with this guy, um, Justin Allen, um, strength and conditioning, also um, agility, stuff like that as well. So um, it's been good. That's why I'm here in Texas. Um, Let's see. But, yeah, I, I chose Delfonte because I saw one of my boys, Stephen Dunbar, and um, Marcus Johnson working with them initially. And, you know, I reached out to them, like, you know, what's up with um, Delfonte or whatever? Um, you know, can I come and get some work with them? And then ever since then, we connected, and we're, you know, more than just a trainer-client um, um, relationship now. We have a prayer line that we do every um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you know, so we get on there and we speak and we pray for each other. And it's a lot of other people who end up getting on. So that's why um, I work with him. I like to work with people who I don't have to just be, you know, train a client, but we can build a relationship because obviously life is so much bigger than football and stuff like that. And, he helps build my faith as well as continue to get me right on the field. I noticed that about um, that about him. Like if you even like see him on Twitter and stuff like that, right? It's a lot of encouragement. It's a lot of, you know, words. And when I say words, it's a lot of word from, from, you know, the Bible, right? right. Like there's a lot of like scripture and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, it's a unique situation to find a trainer who's that plugged in, right? To, yeah. to his faith. And I think that's a big situation. Um, let me ask this. So 
you saw the schedule, right? Right. You know what week one look like. Yeah. How big? <laughs> how big will that game be as a tone setter for the season? Um, I think that the first game is always a good way to set the tone, you know. Um, but an NFC South matchup um, with Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Um, I think that it's going to be a great game, great fans in front of great friends in New Orleans, right? Um, and then when we hear them quiet, you know, I think that it's just going to have us feeling real good for the rest of the season. And then they'll come back down to Tampa, um, what, about four or five weeks later. And then our crowd will be loud and you'll hear that cannon going off and, I think that it'll be great. <laughs> nah, but I just think that um, it'll, it'll be a good matchup. It'll be good for what everybody wants right now, and it's just sports being back on TV. And I think that that'll be a good start. So you bought all the way in, right? Like, you all the way in. Like, you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer now. That's that's what it is. And you, and you yeah. really feel like you bought all the way into that. I always buy into wh- whatever team, <laughs> wh- whoever I'm a part of, you know, that's that's what – that's what I like to do because they they write the checks. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I love it, yo. I love it. And look, look, and, and if people didn't catch the first interview, man, they'll they'll get a flavor for for how you like what's that confidence like. You know what I mean? Yeah. What that confidence is like. That's what's up. Let's hop into these quick hitters, man. Um, and here's what I'll do, right? You're number 15. And so um I got 15 questions already lined up for you. Got 15 questions, right? You can pick one through 15. You, you give me a number, and I'll give you the question associated with that number. And when I do, right, it's just the first thought that comes to your mind. You All ready right. Rock? Let's see what we got. Um, First number that we're going to go with is 12. Bet. I love it. Bruce Arians is a blank coach that focuses on blank the most. Bruce Arians is a great coach that focuses on being great the most. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. (laughs) Give me another number. (laughs) Let's go with uh, 10. All right, 10. Number 10. Who's the fastest player on the Bucks roster currently? Cyril Grayson. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Look, the the funny part is when I wrote it, I already knew the answer. <laughs> All right, give me another number. Um 13. 13. All right. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Who's the strongest arm quarterback you've played with outside of Breeze and Brady? I give you the out. So outside of Breeze and Brady, right? Who's the strongest arm quarterback you've ever played with? Russell Wilson. Bet. Bet. Okay. okay. Uh, Kobe Brissett, he threw the ball hard. So yeah. you felt that too? Yeah, he threw it hard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I love it. Um, all right, give me another number. Three. Three. Here we go. 
Best response to your make your own Lysol wipes video. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, make sure you add it. Oh, use the ninety percent alcohol. Okay. <laughs> this, or this one. Look. <laughs> Yo, like, like, what was the general response to that video? I loved it. Like, I was like, I said, bet. Okay, I see. Yeah. What's the general response? Uh, so I, I got some people, you know, clowning about uh, <laughs> asking me why I slapped my head so hard. And then there's the people who says that I'm going to blow something up because I'm mixing all these chemicals together. Uh, and then there's those people like, man, thank you for making that because we can't find lights on wipes anywhere. Yeah. Um, I think that that was a really good idea. You know, so that, that's usually kind of the response. Bet, bet, bet. Big facts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Give me, let's go with three more. Give me, give me, an, give me another number. Let's go with 14. 14. All right. Here we go. Um, I think the further you get down, the questions get a little different. Is calling a wide receiver slow the same as calling his mama out of her name? No. Okay. No, it's not. Some wide receivers are slow, but they they still got juice. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, for instance, um, I know if he was to hear this, he don't really feel bad. Like Jarvis Landry isn't fast. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But he got juice. Like he can stop and go. He he can catch the ball. That don't make him, you know, uh, a bad receiver. He's a pro bowler, but he's not fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But see, that's the thing, like, he's not fast, but, and, and this is the question, I'm like, would you outright, to his face, be like, yeah, you slow, but you still good, but you slow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's not, it's not, it's not calling his mom out his name, so. Okay. Out of those two, no. Okay, not. bet, 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 okay, okay. Here we go. All right, give me another number. 15. <laughs> you like that. <laughs> All right, this one's kind of cool, though. Um, give me the best NFL prospect the world has never heard of yet. Yet? Mm-hmm. Outside so, of Phil Grayson. <laughs> on the way. Because they've heard of you. Or, or somebody that's already in the league. Somebody on their way up. Maybe they're on their way up. Maybe they're, they've been in the league. Maybe you've been training with them. Like, somebody who, like, we just haven't heard of yet for real. Hmm. Let's see. I would say like my little cousin. I was thinking of my little cousin because how how talented he is and just okay. watching him play and how he, he plays. He's, you know, about probably eight or nine. Jace Newman. Jace you know, Newman. He, Jace Newman. Keep the name in your mind. Bet, you know? bet, bet. Okay, Jace Newman. Jace Newman. He's a you got beast. the family speed or what? Oh, yeah, he a beast. Oh, he just, right. He a monster, yeah. Jay he's probably Newman. one of the best nine-year-olds nine I ever saw. However old he is, yeah, he's real good. Who are we playing with right now? Um, Cause some he probably... the team, they, they travel and play um all over the place. Um, But, yeah. So he's on a travel team right now? Yeah, he's on a travel team. Bad. Okay, okay. Give me the yeah. name again, Jace Newman. Jace Newman. Jace Newman, all right. Hey, look, yeah. if you out there, you listening, man, keep keep watch. Jace Newman. 
We'll keep a look out, look out for Jace Newman. On the bag, running back, wide receiver, whatever. What? Yeah. Bet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. You got one more. Here we go. One more. Let's go with number one. Number one. Best thing you've done since the quarantine started? Best thing I've done since the quarantine started. <sighs> Cook some... Uh, Cook something. <laughs> cook some. Um, what you working up with that? What you, what you cooking up? Cooking up some um, crawfish lasagna. What? Yeah. Bruh. It... <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a um, secret chef. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't like to cook no more, though. Oh, for real? Nah. Man. Well, it's not that I don't like to cook no more. I just don't cook no more. I have a personal show. Oh, work? Yeah. You got somebody in the house saying... <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you have to look out. <laughs> you know, I've been cooking more, though, lately. I'll oh, bet. More. Okay. As I'm, am I telling the truth or no? <laughs> okay. Bet, bet, bet. Yo, we got... um. So, a few... Okay, I'm going I'm to give you some of the questions we missed out on, right? Um... Weirdest moment in quarantine, best Netflix show right now. First response, you missed a lot of the first response questions, right? So first response to when Brady came, first response to Gronk, first response to Emmanuel Sanders signing with the Saints. Um, yeah. And then the other one was, where were you when LSU won the title? Um, oh, first response to when you heard Jameis was headed to NOLA. Um, and then scale of one to 10, how'd you feel when Teddy uh, went to um, Carolina, right? So Ten. all those, all worked. <laughs> Yeah, I felt good about it. Just because he deserved it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Teddy's a good dude, bro. To be honest <laughs> with you, like, and I've never met that dude in person. Not once. Yeah. and never talked to him. But just his vibe and seeing how he moves and operates and watching what he did for the kids in New Orleans, you know what I mean? Yeah. He kind of feels like, um, he gave me the same feeling I got from you when you were talking about your nonprofit the last time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How's that going, right. by the way? Um, It's going good. Right now it's slow. Um, We were trying to, the last thing that we were doing was trying to set up um, a scholarship fund um, for um, some kids um, going into college this next year. And we were setting up ways to kind of raise money and be a part of Give NOLA and mm. stuff like that. But um, everything's kind of slowed down a little bit right now with this and everybody trying to get things together. And it's kind of hard to ask for money from people whenever you have. Um, some more serious things um that's going on so we'll um probably have some meetings and reevaluate some things so that we can get things but we're definitely way further i don't think we had officially launched i don't know um if we had officially launched the last time that we talked but we have we have had like a launch party and all of that and got a lot of different things in place so that's that's what's going on with that Bet. And you know how we get down here, man, like um, at the very end of it, uh, we want to know, you know, how can we pray for you at, at this point in this season in your life, right? Because now you're going into a new situation, right? Yeah. Tom Brady's there, Gronk's there, Evans is there, Godwin's there, right? Um, it's a lot of stuff going on in Tampa, man. And and we we want to make sure that we keep you prayed up. So how can we do it? Um, we can pray for um, me and my family right now. Um Getting getting ready to be new parents. Um, Want to pray for just health, 
um, throughout this whole season and just continue growth all the time. Amen. Yeah. Yo, thank you so much for joining us, bro. We really, really appreciate you, man. Yeah. Really appreciate, I appreciate you coming. You. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, y'all, if y'all out there listening, y'all know what it is. Go ahead and give us that five-star rating on um, on um, on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate you listening. We thank you for watching, and we will see you later. God bless. Bless. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all see it.